Hello and welcome to Three Things, a sporadic podcast about movies in which me, Julian and my friend Tom watch a film and tell each other three things we liked or didn't about it. We don't yet know what each other thought. And this week we watched Okja, uh, which is a film about a pig, um, or a super pig, or lots of super pigs. Uh, these large pigs are discovered or invented by Tilda Swinton, who runs a kind of like a food manufacturing company. Uh, and uh, 26 of them are dispatched to various different places around the world for farmers to rear them. Uh, and then a TV uh, personality animal lover, played by Jake Gyllenhaal, um, is tasked with going and finding them, uh, and bringing them back to uh, where they came from to uh, maybe become food. Uh, while away, Okja, the pig we focus on, um, forms a special bond with a young girl, uh, who is nonplussed when her super pig pet and best friend is reclaimed and taken back to the West. We needed a miracle. And then we got one. This beautiful and special little creature will be a revolution in the livestock industry. Our super pigs will not only be big and beautiful, they will also leave a minimal footprint on the environment, consume less feed, and produce less excretions. And most importantly, they need to taste fucking good. I've sort of got three facts about this film, if you want them. Yeah, okay. Um, I struggle to get three, to be honest with you. <laughs> okay, I'll, if, I, if I have a fact that you don't okay. drop, I will... Um, a good it. and interesting fact about this film is that it got booed at Cannes when they played it, when the logo for Netflix came up on screen. There was a big boo. That um, is a good fact. They don't like Netflix down there. I think it's because they don't show the films properly in France or something like that. But anyway, they started showing the film in the wrong um, aspect ratio and they had to start it again. And Excellent. the second time the logo was shown, they got even an even louder boo. <laughs> okay, that's a really good fact. Uh, although I'm going to point out it's the Cannes Film Festival, not Cannes. Otherwise, people will think we don't know what we're talking about when it comes to films. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> you said Cannes. Cool. Um Oh, by the way, I'm tired. Yeah, I'm tired too. <laughs> Grouchy. Okay. Um, Okja is the pig, and his face, her face, sorry, her face was modelled on a manatee. Mm. Mm. Did you get that from it? That's a, no, I did, I did not. And my third fact is really shit. Um, <laughs> Tilda Swinton also played twins in Hail Caesar. Oh, yes, she did. <laughs> Uh, that was good I, I enjoyed that film it had tap dancing Channing Tatum and that was excellent yeah it was a good film Coen Brothers film uh, <clears throat> some counterfacts one counterfact uh, it competed in the Palm d'Or um, mm. which is kind of interesting that's why it was uh, at Cannes um, and the guy who directed it a man by the name of Bong Joon-ho uh, previously made The Host which was quite big um did quite well. Have I in seen West. that? A big, a big monster movie. I don't know. Um, and then he made Snowpiercer, which is one of three yeah. Korean films I can think of now that's um, I have not called seen that on a train. 
Um, Snowpiercer was really good, I thought, um, and that's what made me want to watch this. Okay. Well, let's go into our three things. I'm going to start. I'm going to start with a like. Okay. Um, and it's sort of two things. It's Maya and Okja. I really liked Maya and Okja. Mija, not Maya. Mm-hmm. Mija and Okja. Um, I thought they were, had great chemistry together. The first half an hour of the film um, is really quite lovely. It's all set in South Korea, um, in the jungles, in the mountains. And it's got kind kind of a Disney feel about it, I thought. Um, you get the character of the pig coming through quite nicely. And, yeah, um, agreed. Um, and, the, and, you, and the special effects on, on the pig are very very good yeah uh, especially kind of interacting with the water and stuff like that um which is always something that's very difficult to do i know i don't know how i know that but i know that uh yes that was quite impressive wasn't it Hmm. um and i quite like the way they built up that bond at the start uh there's quite a nice sort of action sequence yeah Yeah. i guess you'd say in Mm -hmm. that in that early section where they're in danger uh, that I thought was really nicely done and kind of quite playful, but also also dramatic at the same time. Um, yeah, I, I I was really getting into it at that point. I think this is her first proper role. The the, the young girl. I think she's a preteen girl called. I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure her actual name. I haven't looked it up. But um, <laughs> okay. um, she's really good. Um, yeah, she's throughout great. the film, she's really good. Um, and that's my first like. Okay. Uh, I'm going to counteract that with a dislike. Mm. So, uh, and the reason I say that is it's sort of related to that because um, it's about the tone, the tone of the film, which is all over the shop. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is my, this is one of mine. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason I mentioned it now is because sort of the structure and a lot of the performances, structure of the film uh, and how it starts and a lot of the performances in the way that they're kind of over the top and all that kind of stuff feel like a kid's film. Yeah. Um, it deals with some quite adult themes about kind of the meat industry and what we eat and where it comes from and all of that kind of stuff. But um, that's not a problem in a kids' film. Um, but it's, there's loads of swearing in it. Yeah. So it's not it's not it's a kids' odd. film. Um, and then, but the problems are like they're a lot deeper than that. So the the group of animal liberation activists who come to their aid to try and free Okja. Um, feel like they're clearly the heroes in terms of the the film and and kind of the film's outlook on life um but they flick between being heroes and kind of assholes um and i'm not sure why or what it was trying to trying to do with that yeah um, well they they turned up and they were really funny and they were and it was basically a comedy for a few for a few minutes when they turned up so yeah. I, so then i started thinking oh right this film's a comedy i didn't realize it was a comedy so then i'm looking i'm thinking back through all the previous scenes about what had happened i think if i missed the comedy in the earlier bits because yes. i don't remember laughing but now i am uh, laughing <laughs> and and a bit of an action film as well in a few ways but yeah then, um, and a horror film and a sat- satire yeah, film a disney film yeah. it's all over the shop and obviously you can do that well you can, you can go a lot of places and do that well and there are lots of films that do that i can't think of one right now but um, you know, it's a difficult thing to pull off, but I don't mm. think this is one of them. Other bits along those those lines, um, Jake Gyllenhaal's character and his motivations are all over the shop. I didn't understand what he was doing or where or any of that stuff. And the the kind of sad impact of it all is that it's a film that's trying to say something, 
but by the time it got around to saying what it was trying to say I'd got to the point with it where I didn't really care what the film thought or wanted to say because yeah. I thought it was all over the shop you, you've named both of my dislikes my, my my next two things are dislikes one's the tone it's you know, I totally agree it's all over the shop um and the and the swearing is just odd. It's just really odd because yeah, it really could, odd, really without odd. the swearing, and they're quite yeah. you know, it's quite strong swearing. Without the swearing, it could almost be a family film that you could watch with children. But they yeah. just sort of stuck that in, almost like as if oh, we're Netflix, we can we can do yeah. that. That's what it felt like. <laughs> yeah. And was it a film? I didn't really feel whether it knew it was making a film about corporate greed or or being anti meat eating. It wasn't. It wasn't really clear. Um, okay. Especially since the, the the girl eats fish very early on in the film yeah so that's like and a lot of these things if you've not seen the film and if we've done a good enough description of of explaining what it is and what it's about might sound like layers and interesting nuance to it because yes the girl excitedly eats fish i to your point a moment ago definitely thought that it was a film about meat and meat eating um but it, it doesn't seem to go anywhere with with that either and um no. Yeah, that's that, that's not a point that gets resolved. That just seems a little bit strange. What was your second point? I mean, yeah, you you mentioned Jake Gyllenhaal. I've I've singled him out. Gyllenhaal, Gyllenhaal. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> he is just. I mean, what's going on? Did who who directed him to act that way? I think maybe the director had the day off on his first day, <laughs> and he started acting in that way, and then. No one stopped him. <laughs> he just carried on for the rest of the film. No one dares because it's so out there. Nobody dares to say, oh, he's wait, that's not brilliant. He's such an odd-looking person. He's terrible. I don't know if you've ever oh. seen the... Um, there's a Family Guy clip where they're watching a game show and the, the mm. members of the game members of the panel on the game show are trying to guess whether the host is describing Jared Leto or Jake Gyllenhaal. And, mm. and one of the things he says, I am deathly ill and somehow ripped. <laughs> <laughs> I look That's deathly good. ill, but somehow I'm completely... Somehow ri- it, yeah, yeah, it's exactly what he looks like. Yeah, there's a bit of that. Um, I, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I know the director's... English isn't his first language. Yeah. Um, so whether some of the satire of his performance got lost in translation, maybe, I don't know. But satire, yeah, yeah it's quite a difficult thing to pull off, I think. It is. Um, I mean, So I don't remember much about The Host, but I do remember Snowpiercer. And Snowpiercer is totally quite all over the shop and it is kind of a little bit gonzo maybe that's the term and in your face and a little bit bonkers yeah but it it worked in that um for me but it didn't work in this i i had might surprise people that i write notes before we do this um and my second dislike was simply disliked jake gillenhall dear god Um, (laughs) Um, i'm glad you thought the same thing it is the worst performance i've ever seen from him Uh, in the spoiler section there's a bit more about him i'm going to mention but i'm going to come back to him he's not had enough Um, (laughs) (laughs) but those are those so i've got yeah that's two dislikes and one like i mean i did i didn't dislike the film generally i did quite enjoy it yeah, um, but I am I mean, going a two to one ratio on dislikes. So you've said that. all three of yours. Then, yeah, right? yeah. So I mean, I and it, I guess it comes back to exactly where you were trying to go to is that my last one is a like, um, and it's it's a bit cop out, a bit broad. I liked that it was unique. Um, you know, it's an it's a comedy action adventure film where the prize is to not get a pig killed in an abattoir. Um, and it <laughs> goes from Korea to America, yeah. 
that throws up a, f a load of situations you've not seen before. So that first half hour is really nice. Um, there are a few action scenes that are incredibly well filmed, um, especially the the kind of initial sort of um, trying to rescue Okja, which turns into a bit of a truck chase. Um, yeah, that's great. And there's an All amazing shot of her jumping from the top of a um, yeah a, a truck just as it goes under a bridge. Mm. Um, that's fantastic. So I enjoyed all of that. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and then, like, there are a few scenes that are kind of quite morally conflicting. Um, and it goes to some interesting places. It just gets there in such a weird way that you're only kind of half paying attention by the time it, time it does get there. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, <clears throat> okay. So I've gone two dislikes and a like, and you said the same, right? Yeah, yeah, I've gone the same. That's a, a four-two split. Interestingly, though, Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic and all that. Oh, um, yeah, people love this film. Put it in a really positive light. Got five stars uh, in the Guardian. Hmm. Um, but yeah, should we move on? Yeah, I think we should. Let's pour a glass of spoilers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> What have we got this week, Tom? Have you got tired of that line already? <laughs> yes, um, what we've got this week, well, we're drinking a Japanese whiskey. Yeah. Which was next along the shelf. Um, and it is the Hakushu. It is a single malt whiskey, and this is the 12-year-old one. Is I've got a bottle with a cork in it. It is. Um, oh, no, I haven't. Oh, it's a screw cap. Mine's a screw cap, and it's, and it's lovely. Isn't it just... So uh, I'm just pouring this. I, Where's it um, been for those twelve years? I, I don't know. <laughs> where have you been? Where have you been a third of my life? <laughs> um, so I bought it because I like the bottle. Always is is a good reason. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, and I like things that look really Japanese. Mm -hmm. it, it ticks both of those boxes. Um, and as a kind of, mm, I love it. That's it. That's all I've got to say about it. I don't know how to talk about whiskey. I just like the fact that we drink some every time we do this podcast. So. Yeah, me too. Um, it's good. It's nice. <clears throat> definitely get this. And it's own, like I say, it's only about 35, 40 quid. Um, for a nice bottle of whiskey, that isn't bonkers at all. That's like entry level nice whiskey price. Um, and and what supermarket is it available in? <laughs> <laughs> you can get this at supermarket. So when I bought this bottle, which is nearly empty, uh, I bought it online having tried it in a pub. Um, but yeah, you can get this in supermarkets. Uh, it's ace. Cool. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. Yeah, it'll be yours. Um, so, spoilers. This is a really big one. <laughs> right, yeah. First of all, a competition for pigs. What? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> so... It, they do try and kind of justify that, right? That well, there's some sort the whole of thing was a publicity cure for world hunger. It's mentioned, but we get no. Oh, really? The, well, I think she mentions it at the beginning, but this was ten years previously. Um, and it does seem to go to extreme lengths to justify the fact that they'd send one away and then bring it back. Like, could there not just have been a truck full of them and one fell out? Yeah, that would be a good right. idea. I don't know why. Why were they? Why do they have to have twenty six pigs sent all around the world, and we only ever saw one of them anyway? Yeah. Um, yeah. That was stupid. And going back to Jake, I mean, what 
What? Who? What is he doing in this film? Why is he? In, I, why is he in the lab? Like watching the pigs have sex that's and the, like extracting so when I, when bits I, of meat from them and stuff. When I said that, uh, that that those things that he does that doesn't make sense, it has him there saying, "Oh, but I love animals." So, but then he does the most cruel thing that happens in the film to an animal. Yeah, um, we. I mean, I get that he's a washed-up TV star, and he's you know he's obviously acting out because he's damaged. Yeah, but it's just odd. It's really odd. And I read, I read, I think I read today that he based his character on Johnny Morris or something. You know, the old BBC um, animal presenter. You know, used to put the voices to the animals. You probably remember <laughs> it as a child. I'm not sure I do. I can my my. I have one slot in my brain for that person, and it is occupied by Chris Packham. Oh right, okay, not the other guy then. Um, yeah. The Chris Packham from the Really Wild Show. Yeah, that's the one. There was a, a guy that actually presented that, wasn't there? Yeah. <laughs> Terry Nutkins. That's it. Terry Nutkins, that's who you should you should have in that slot. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't think we should only lay the blame at Jake Gyllenhaal's door. Uh, Tilda Swinton is also pretty bad in this film. Yeah. I thought. She is, um, and then she's she she dresses in a strange way. She dresses in what looks like South Korean garb, uh-huh. which I can understand. You know, it's kind of a South Korean film, but it yeah, it doesn't just doesn't sit right because they're actually in New York and she's an American. Yeah, um, yeah, yep, yep, didn't yep, really yep, get yep. that. Um, Gus Fring's in it. He is in it. Yeah, <laughs> look That's at good. And the like- actor. <laughs> So I, I suspect there are not many people who will watch this without saying exactly that. I said it when he turned uh, up on screen. Yeah, me yeah. too. Um, yeah, <laughs> We're so knows, funny. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's notable. It's notable for being uh, a film that has Gus Fring in it. That's all about all I have to say about him. Yeah. Also read that Bill Bill Nye turned that role down. Apparently. Really in- interesting fact. Mm-hmm. Okay, good fact. And follow didn't drop that, drop that at the start. Follow them. Um, so you think it was a film about anti-meat eating, vegetarianism? Yeah, because it comes to a head with them stopping, stopping her pointlessly killing it for for meat, right? And you don't, you don't have a scene where somebody goes, "Here's the meat injector thing, which we use to not meat, like the meat extractor, which we use to pull meat out of a live animal to see if it's mm. properly marbled." I don't know if that's a thing. If I that's the thing, yeah, that's, that's horrible, it's really quite upsetting. Yeah, yeah. But if if it was meant to be about that, then the pig probably should have died at the end. Yeah, but that would have. I mean, a but lot going of pigs back to it, were were dying. That, um, you know, but it's they save the pig in a sort of a family film way, kind of way. Yeah, but this isn't really a family film, is it? It's, no. Mm. Yeah. Um, I don't really have any other spoilers to discuss, to be honest. No, I, I didn't. I I was taking notes I, during the film. Do you want to know what I wrote down? I wrote yeah, why not? I wrote Okja. I wrote Tilda Swinton, Jake Gyllenhaal, ALF, and yeah. Animal Liberation Front, right? Yeah, and that's it. That's all I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe just watch the film without taking notes. I think, I think it'll be okay. Yeah. I wrote them in the dark, so they're all over the place. They're not on the right lines. <laughs> okay. Um, 
I reckon we're probably done then because yeah. I have nothing else to say about. I this got film. something else to say about on Netflix. Mm-hmm. When you finish an episode on Netflix, mm-hmm. the the auto play thing starts for mm-hmm. the next episode straight away. Mm-hmm. We've been watching Ozark um, on Netflix. Yeah. You get five seconds at the end of the program before the next episode starts. Yeah. It's outrageous. Not long enough. Often there's a cool piece of music playing, which I want to hear. Yeah. Um, and the controller <laughs> has gone to sleep on the floor. So, so I have to pick up the controller and turn it on, which takes a few seconds. <clears throat> yeah. And it always starts playing the next episode. Drives me up the wall. Are all of these episodes going to end with you having an old man style observation? No. That's something no, that's why I But you I up. did want to bring it up. Does it not annoy you? Yeah. I mean, I can't binge uh, watch stuff. I've got two kids. <laughs> um, <laughs> but one's you, enough for me. And there's no way yeah, of turning what, it off. That's the worst thing. There's so no setting to turn it off. Yeah, I wouldn't. Nobody wants on a film. That's bonkers. Um, and if you want to play me something, play me a trailer. Maybe. Well, it did that but, um, at the end of the film. It started playing a trailer for something but for, else. For TV shows, I'm I'm all over it. I love it. There was a scene at the end of the credits. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. Mm. It was it added little. Mm. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. We'll leave it there then, shall we? Mm, yeah, I think we should. <clears throat> okay. Um, what should be our next film? Um, well, Detroit's out this week, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So. Maybe Detroit. Yeah. And if we don't manage to see that? Um, well, we were going to watch Tom Cruise's adaptation of The Mummy. Mm. <laughs> Tom Cruise's Mummy. Yeah, Tom Cruise in The Mummy. Yeah. So, yeah, um, it could be one of those. It might be something else. <laughs> it could be. Keep it locked to uh, Three Things Podcast. Oh, yeah, we need to do the, the social stuff. Mm, we yes. are on Twitter at Three Things Podcast, the number three, um, yep. and we're on iTunes. And as of today, mm-hmm. we're on other services. We're on TuneIn. That's exciting. And we're on Stitcher. I've said that before. And yeah. there's a new one as well. Pocket Casts. We're on Pocket Casts. That all sounds good. Um, as a little point of information about uh, iTunes. My mum has left us a review on there, so that's also... Has she? Ah, yeah. well, that's very nice of her. Mm, Th- thanks, thanks. thanks, Sue. Um, we've got one listener, then. <laughs> the one guaranteed listener. <laughs> uh, right, that's us done, I think. Yeah, cool. I love you. I know. <laughs>